okay to, uh, to talk in the vestibule. <clears throat> then you've got doors, and then you've got the nave of the church, the main body of the church where you all are seated right now. And anybody's permitted in the nave of the church. It's not uh, segregated, okay, you can kind of go here, yes, you can go here. In some countries, it's split in half, and men on one side and women on the other. However, this is the nave of the church. Everyone's permitted here. The difference is that you're not allowed to talk anymore. You're not permitted to talk in the name of the church. Then you have an altar rail. It's a barrier. And on the other side of the altar rail, we have what they call the sanctuary. And inside the sanctuary, only clerics are allowed. Now, granted, we um, are short of clerics in the average parish. And so, you have altar service. Now the altar service stand as proxies of the seminarians who are supposed to be the ones in the sanctuary. Obviously the seminarians are studying so they can be our priests for tomorrow, and so we take boys and we give them the privilege of being altar service. That's why they wear cassocks, because they are replacing the seminarian who is supposed to be there. Um, also in the sanctuary, you are allowed to have the sacristan. The sacristan also plays a very important role in his duties and obligations in the church. And so he acts as a cleric when he is preparing the altar for Mass. So the sacristan is also permitted in the sanctuary. But beyond that, nobody else is permitted. Okay? Um, you're not allowed to go in there and um, touch the statue. Or you'll notice that we kneel out the, uh, the candles so that you can light them at the altar rail instead of having to go in and light the candles inside the sanctuary. The sanctuary is off limits. It's a, uh, a, part, uh, a location set apart from the rest of the church. But then, once you're in the sanctuary, you have steps going up to the predilla where the priest will go up to offer the sacrifice to the Mass. It's a, it's a different place from the rest of the sanctuary. Then you have the altar. And then in the center of the altar, you've got the tabernacle. And again, the tabernacle is locked with a key that only the priest can handle. And it's got a curtain in front of the tabernacle to signify that this is holy, God's. And then even inside the tabernacle, the hosts are not just laying around. You unlock the tabernacle door, and the hosts are in the ciborium. And the instructions for making a ciborium specify that the lid of the ciborium should seal tight. It shouldn't just be laying on there. It should be sealed tight. And it's also got a little veil over the ciborium. So all these barriers in the Catholic Church. Why do we have barriers? Take a look at the word holy. Holy comes from a Greek word that means that which must be preserved whole or intact and cannot be transgressed or violated. Also comes from a Latin word which, which means dedicated or bound, restricted, enclosed, protected. Basically, the word holy means set apart, separated, 
divided, not part of the rest of the Commonwealth. This incidentally is another reason why priests should not marry. They should be set apart. They should not just be another man with another career. That's also why the priest dresses in a black cassock. From head to toe, he's covered in black. Black means death. So even when he goes into the world, even when he goes to the mall or wherever he's going to go, he clearly shows that he is dead to the world. He is set apart. He's not just someone else. The Jews had this holy separation also from the name of God. So that when they were reading their Bibles, they would come up to the Word of God. They would only ever write in consonants. They wouldn't have vowels in their alphabet. So they would come to the Word of God, and they would not pronounce it, not even in their heads. They would just look at the Word of God, they would bow their head, pause for a bit, and then continue on. So much so that it got to the point where, honestly, nobody knows if the name of God is Yahweh or Jehovah. Nobody knows that. And the reason why nobody knows that is because if you don't have vowels, and if you never pronounce the name of God, not even in your head, after the first generation or so, nobody knew how to pronounce the name of God. So they had this holy separation, this setting apart. The name of God was sacred. Traditionally, Catholics would have this same respect for the name of Jesus. So you would use it if you had it in a prayer, like in the Hail Mary, or if you were reading the Bible. The name of the Lord comes very often in the Bible, and that's obvious because it's a holy book. But outside of that, at all other times and places, Catholics traditionally never used the name of Jesus. They would use some other phrase which would refer to our Lord. So they would use the Divine Master, or our Savior, or our Redeemer, or Christ, or so on. The list goes on. These days, unfortunately, all barriers to all things holy have been taken down. So you have people who talk in the name of the church, turning the name of the church into the vestibule. Or you don't have altar rails. Anybody's allowed in the sanctuary. Anybody has access to the tabernacle key. Tabernacles are no longer veiled. All these barriers have been taken down. So much so that even the barrier to the holy name of our Lord has been taken down so that people use his name like the thirsty drink water. We need to get these barriers back. We need to put these barriers back in place. We need to return holiness to the church. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.